Good morning and happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. I always feel so cool when I say that slowly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast. You feel like a real podcaster, babe? I guess. Is it, I feel like in like radio or podcasting world, you almost have to like over accentuate your voice. Is that a word? Accentuate? Potentially. Anyways, <laughs> Tori and I are super excited to be starting off this Monday right with the Lord. Uh, yes. And we're just going to jump into today's devotional. Yes, you guys, let's do it. Today's devotional is titled A Matter of the Heart. We're reading out of First Chronicles 28 verse 9, and it says, And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, seek me and find out how real I am. I have so much I want to share with you. The more you read my word, the more you will grow in spirit and in truth. I long to give you what will benefit you, but only you can decide to receive it. My plans are bigger than you could ever imagine, and I have promised to complete those plans, but I won't make you live them until you're ready. There are gifts I want to give you, and there's work to be done that I have designed for you alone. Let go of whatever is distracting you, and you will begin to see your life through my eyes. Then you will have the ability in my power to live it out. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, our faith grows as our hearts grow in love with God. Our faith also grows when we look back on what God has done in our lives and in the lives of those who have gone before us. Study the lives of those who have walked with God through good times and bad. Look for those who have much spiritual fruit and let their lives inspire you to be passionate for your God. The treasure of truth says, walking with God is a matter of the heart. Yeah, I think that's so good because with me, I think the I think the biggest area that I've been off with God ever since I started believing, right, mm-hmm. was that I didn't see things the way he does. I brought, you know, at the time, I think like what, 22 years of worldliness into my relationship with God. And yeah. so everything that I knew, the way I operated and the way I believed the world operated was one thing. Yeah. And of course, we all know that God operates the complete opposite. Yeah. Just like what we heard in church yesterday was mm-hmm. that God will use the unlikely and the undeserving to reveal his glory. Yeah. Right. If you sure. look at people that he uses in the Bible, it's always like counterintuitive to mm-hmm. what you would think. Like yeah. David versus Goliath. Right. Yeah. And so with me, I, for my first several years of being a Christian, I was just like, I was still trying to be the worldly Chad, Mm -hmm. but I was like also trying to love God. And so I was trying to find success uh, with God from a worldly perspective. And God didn't, he doesn't operate that way. He doesn't desire the things that I was desiring. It's like, you know, if your only goal is to make a lot of money or your only goal is to find a spouse, you realize that you and God are going to butt heads. Mm -hmm. Because it says in scripture that it is hard for a rich person to get to heaven. Yeah. You know, and so clearly if if your goal is only money, then you're going to butt heads with God there. 
Or if your goal is to only have a spouse, you're going to butt heads with God because he says, thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Yeah. And I know what you may be thinking. Well, a spouse isn't a God. Well, whenever you desire that thing or that person above God, you're making it a God. Yeah. You know, you're, you're letting it sit on a throne of your heart. And so I had to start getting to know God to start seeing what he desires, to start pursuing the things that he loves. And then I finally felt, I finally felt like I was doing things the right way, Mm -hmm. but I felt like originally I was trying to stick a round peg in a square hole and I was like, Oh, well this is what I'm supposed to do, but no, and it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Yeah. I think it kind of goes into what we were talking about in yesterday's devotional. If y'all didn't hear it, I would definitely go back and listen to it. But we really have to remember that, our prayers are answered when we're praying according to God's will. And I think a lot of times prayers aren't answered because number one, we're not coming to God with the pure heart and pure motives and in humility. And um, I think it's really important as we get to know God, then we realize more and more what he would desire. And then we feel like more prayers are answered because we're actually praying according to what he would want for Mm -hmm. our lives yeah i always use this analogy to kind of describe that where imagine you're going to a a dinner with a friend and you get there first and then the friend says hey i'm going to be late can you go ahead and order for me Mm -hmm. and you know that person has a peanut allergy are you going to order them like pad thai or are you going to order them peanuts no absolutely not because it's not good for them they Mm -hmm. wouldn't order that themselves yeah and so because you're ordering it in their name Mm -hmm. and whenever you pray Whenever you say in Jesus name, you're praying with the authority of Jesus. That's what scripture says. Until now you have asked nothing in my name, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. But don't forget that there are things that Jesus despises, a sin or God has a will and a plan for our lives Mm -hmm. and it's a good plan. And so it helps for us to know more about Jesus and what he would ask for. And that way, as we do pray, we're able to pray more in line with God's will. Yeah. Another really good book about this whole thing is the circle maker Mm -hmm. and making sure that we're praying circles around the thing that we're praying for. Because I really do think that it's a powerful way to pray when you're praying a circle around all the different outcomes of a particular situation you can see God in all of the details no matter how it turns out Mm -hmm. because I really do feel like it helps you pray God's will over it so Mm -hmm. if you haven't read it it's called The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson Batterson. yep yeah really good highly recommend yeah if I could just give that that book a little plug I'll, I'll give you a quick example of what Tori's talking about Imagine that you're in need of a car, Mm -hmm. right? Well, you can pray for a car to land on your driveway. You can pray for uh, an opportunity to work to pay for the car. You can pray for good deals to pop up to get a car. You can pray for uh, someone to lend you their car while you go to work. You know, you can ask God to give you patience while you wait for a car. You can ask God to give you peace while um, you are maybe having to deal with harder circumstances You can ask God to have extra people rally around you to help you get from A to B. You can pray an entire circle for every single different uh, outcome potentially for that car instead of just throwing up Hail Marys of saying, Lord, give me a car, which is, you know, cool, do that. But also continue praying for so many other opportunities as you close the circle in prayer you now, well, your prayer will always be answered Yeah, because you've covered it in prayer. Yeah. I so, love that. 
Do you want to go ahead and and cover us in prayer, babe? Yes, y'all. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are, God. I just want to come to you today and release. I just want all of us to release any feelings of bitterness, of anxiety, of um, unforgiveness, God. We want to lay any feelings that we might be feeling down at your feet, God. We want to come to you with clean hearts, with pure hearts, with humble hearts, God, so that we can really receive from you today, God. We want to see you. We want to hear you. We want to feel you. We want to be on the lookout for you you today in the little things, in the details, God. You are so big, but yet you are so small and you care about us intimately, God. You know our name, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God who created the heavens and the earth. You know us by name. You call us by name, God. You have purposed us um, in this season for a reason, God. And so I just want you to reveal exactly what that is, uh, to your children this morning. God, um, we love you and we are expectant to see you move, we are ready to receive, we are hopeful God. And so I just want to open up the floor right now for our listeners to pray and Chad and I will be praying in agreement with them. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. So while we were praying, I just got this feeling. I just wanted to encourage you all really quickly that it's really important for us to open ourselves up to be who God wants us to be and Mm -hmm. to not force God to be who we want him to be. Yeah. You know, we serve him. Amen. So anyways, we love y'all. We love y'all. Hope you have a good Monday. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.